Hi, everybody, and welcome to So It's Come to This, a Simpsons family podcast. I am the Father Brian. Hello. And who are you? I don't know. You never know. I never know. Okay. Why? How could you ask me that question, honestly? I don't know. I guess it's very rude. It is. Are you pointing at me? I'm pointing at you. My name's Corey. Okay. <laughs> and that's it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you for joining us today, everyone, <laughs> on this beautiful summer day. Maybe it's, it's not fine. when 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 you listen to this. Maybe it's raining, or where you're listening to this. They could be in Australia, or yeah, when you listen. Then it's, then it's not winter. summer. You're right. Or when you listen to us. Correct. I guess I shouldn't assume, but we're recording on a nice summer day. So. It's not summer yet. Okay. This summer is the twenty-first of June. Yes, and that's it's the summer 12th. equinox. Okay. Thanks for uh, calling me out on my stuff. Yeah, I'm still wearing a hoodie. Thanks for keeping me honest. (laughs) Is it really summer if I'm wearing a hoodie? Yeah, it is a little chilly out there, but You just said it was a beautiful summer day, so you've just perjured yourself. But I enjoy the perjury. If if You know that there's no lying on this podcast. You've been sworn to tell the truth. if, If this is used in a court of law... You look like a big fat liar. Well, it'll all be cut out. So well, maybe you are. <laughs> a big fat liar, I mean. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us. What, and... what, what scenario, let's think what scenario this would be used in a court of law for. <laughs> uh, to show character evidence. Oh, no. Or maybe if a crime is committed and I have to um, say where I was at that time. What about if it's like that um, song Love Roller Coaster, where you can allegedly hear a lady being murdered? <laughs> well, I by mean, the Ohio players. Yes. Well, yes. I mean, it can't be proven when when this took t- 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 was recorded. There's a timestamp. That can be faked easily. I can fake that in like two seconds. Ooh, maybe right. you shouldn't do that. You're 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 giving yourself away. Yeah, so there you go. You've said too much. Oh, you're no. right. All right. Well, I'm gonna try to move on as quickly as possible here. <laughs> <laughs> so that being said, how about a romper room shout out today? Sure. I um, mean, you don't have to. My mirror. I okay. Let me just. I'm gonna look at my mirror. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, I see Caleb and Jess and Mike and Maurice and Susie, Boogeyman's Closet, and they're on hiatus. So you can go back and listen to their back catalog. And even a few that we were on. Yeah, no one cares about the ones we were on. (laughs) I wasn't Uh, on any of them, so. Who else? Mm, Carl and Patrick... Um, and Lindsay and Benji, host of Wahop, and formerly known as Goo Goo Gaga, were sponsored by Masterclass. People, Still sponsored by people, Masterclass. People, people ask for the hits. Um, who else? Buffalo's own Don Johnson. He's still slinging jokes somewhere. Don Johnson, hit us up. Let us know where you're slinging jokes at. Joey, Jay, Amy, I guess. Uh, Jasmine, Steve the Otter, who was in a car crash last night. Um, he took, I'm sorry? He took out half the electricity on Niagara Falls Boulevard. That was Steve's fault. Don't blame him. He was drinking. <laughs> and also, he's a stuffed otter who let him drive. This I know. will all be cut out. I know who let him drive. Please don't cut this out. I know who let him drive. Jasmine. 
that's why they're going to need this for the court of law. Um, Nikki, you've been liking our stuff, so I'm going to say hi to you. You're probably not listening. I don't know why I'm <laughs> bothering then. Uh, all right. It doesn't matter. On to the real people. TJ and Cash. Karen and Georgia. Sterling K. Sterling. Sterling. I call him old Sterling. Old Sterling. Sterling K. Brown. Andy Samberg, Bill Hader, Nick Kroll, Fred Armas, and everyone who was at John Mulaney's intervention. Hello to you. Um, Natasha Leone. I love her. Uh, and her weird voice. Um, <laughs> what about the Lonely Island? Okay, Seth Myers. He was there also. Uh, Josh Myers, new listener. Oh, that 80s show. <laughs> No, Josh Myers wasn't on that 80s show. Oh, he was on that 70s show. He was yeah. on that 90s show. Glenn Howerton was on the 80s show. Mm-hmm. He was. Um, who else? What am I doing I know with two my life? Who Big listen. Eve. Yeah. He listens. Who and else listens? Uh, I don't know. Ashley Burke? Is is that who I'm supposed to say? Burke? <laughs> Ashley Birch? There you Ashley go. Ashley Birch. I mean, no, I was going to say Mika, but Mika Myers. Okay. I, oh, that's a good name. Yeah. Um, and hi to, I don't know, who did I say? Chris Rudd? Did I say Chris Rudd yet? Sebastian Stan and Keenan and Anthony Mackey and um, the cast of The Boys. That's some good TV, especially my best friend Jack Quaid. Um, and hello to Durs and Blake and Adam and Kyle. And um, hello, hello to you, and hello to Kenny G, and Peter Cetera, and um, I Barry Gibb doesn't understand a word we're saying, because this is all nonsense to him, but still listens. He's going to say he speaks Aquafina, English. Aquafina, <laughs> Aquafina, uh, Aquafina, she listens a lot, so I have to say her name a lot. Um, and she listens to every episode at Aquafina least times. And... She's got nothing better to do. Aquafina. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like she's working or anything. And my best friend. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. This guy's not my best friend. Hi, Nick Cage and Ewan McGregor. And uh, Pedro Pascal is now a listener. Rosario Dawson wants nothing to do with us and has a restraining order against me. And hello to my best friend, the guy who will never put a restraining order against me because we're best friends, Dick Gear. Silver Fox. Yep, we did it. We did it. And it's done. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. All right. So uh, just real quick, um, no emails again today. It seems like that's becoming the theme. Wait I don't a minute. Know why we have an email? I forgot Timothy. Hi, Timothy. Oh, yes. Well, now you, you can write us. You forgot Timothy. Well, Timothy, now you can write us that's an email the... and cuss me out. There you go. <laughs> and if you'd like to do that, you can email us at so it's come to this pod. People at do it a lot, guys. So. Uh, Instagram, you can find us so it's come to this underscore pod, and on Facebook, so it's come with the number two this. What about Twitter? We don't talk about Twitter. All right, so quickly into our Ion Springfield segment. Uh, so the internet is at it again. No. Um, many. This. It's not a. No. It's not a prediction. It's not a prediction. I don't believe you. I don't want to hear any of this nonsense. Many people are posting memes about Greggle Simpson. 
Whom? A beloved character who many are insisting exists. I heard Did you say Fraggle Simpson? Fraggle. Yes. G-R. So this has led to confusion whether or not he's actually part of the show. This is So you've heard about it? Do yes, you want to talk about it? This is a joke that started make to make by but that started because I figured you would appreciate this. So because people were making fun of uh the Mandela effect. Oh, okay. And uh and so it started I think it was on Twitter. Uh and uh, by people saying, y'all remember Graggle Simpson? And, and they said that he's been around for decades on the show. Yeah. Dance your carries away. And that they couldn't find him. And so then people kept running with that, j- completely jokingly for the most part. Well, and a lot and of people also have been posting screenshots of Graggle? that put Graggle in like iconic scenes from The Simpsons. And yes. like, look, he's right there. Yeah. No, and he looks completely funny. ridiculous. It's very and funny. does not fit in. Um, according to what I saw, I don't like this. Um, Brendan, they said that it originated. Well, some people say that it originated on uh, 2 Chan. 2 Chan? Uh, Japanese message board. That's probably right. And I just saw it on on Twitter. Yeah, and then back then, I guess he was known as Grumbly. And uh, Know Your Meme states the earliest known image of the character originated in 2015. So Grumbly memes were around before Graggle Simpsons meme, but are more or less the same thing. So it is important to note this character was never part of the Simpsons, but with all of the commotion it's causing... Maybe Graggle will appear no. someday. Thanks, though. This is I the hate it. Twitter post I saw. Okay. But yeah, so I'll I'll post a few images that Ugh. I found. They're actually kind of funny. Like they're like iconic scenes from the show, and then there he is, just like in the background and stuff. So I so. hate it. All right. So The Simpsons did take aim at the Fox Corporation in a musical number about the death of the U.S. middle class during the finale of its thirty-third season, which we haven't watched yet. But at one point, the show pointed the criticism to the ever-controversial Tucker Carlson, who at one point in the number says, Putin for president, next on Fox News. All right, so Corey, you'll appreciate this. Uh, Will I? Yeah, the number that I'm speaking of. Yeah. It was led by Hugh Jackman. And economist Robert Reich, who challenged Bart on his belief that his father Homer's job at the local nuclear power plant is a source of inspiration. Oh. So we'll have to check that one out. Uh, speaking of Twitter, Twitter users are trying to encourage <laughs> Disney to cancel The Simpsons. No one was speaking of Twitter. I was um, talking about yes. Twitter. Yeah, we do talk about Twitter this episode. There you go. Yeah. Look at that. So the reason why people are urging Disney to cancel The Simpsons is based on a recent guest star. Who is so it? this recent episode uh, featured TikTok star Charlie D'Amelio. Who's that? And has you don't know who Charlie D'Amelio? Is? No, why should I? What? What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, what is going on? on yeah, they do have that. She makes a lot of dance moves on TikTok. I don't know who this person is. Just, just Google her. I don't want to. Yeah. Well, apparently she's a TikTok star, and people were like, I can't believe that they've sunk to this level that this is conceived is she a guest problematic? Star. No, I think it's just that she's not really, she shouldn't be a big deal, and she is. 
So no, I disagree completely. What is she problematic? Well, I'm not exactly well versed because I don't care about (laughs) Charlie D'Amelio. I think she said something, or at some point, I'm not exactly sure. I heard about something at some point, but um, but we don't know for sure. Assuming she isn't, it's there. She's a guest. Who cares? Like she's popular she's very very popular and that's why they're having her on yeah to try to grab that base to watch the episode who cares right so some of the comments were uh cancel the show it doesn't deserve an ending at this point just end the suffering already no i mean yeah um another that that one i agree with (laughs) this is the only thing disney actually ruined once they got their hands on it And with that, we don't like that comment, apparently. And the third one, gone from clever cameos and sneaky voice roles to full-on promoting the flavor of the month. Think it's about time you start calling it a day. So obviously, I'm not going to spend time on this. We've talked about it before, about maybe it is time for the show to kind of move on. But it's going again, and we will have a season 34 next year. Disney's only made one mistake in their life. And it was putting Charlie D'Amelio in The Simpsons. Apparently. Yep. That's the only mistake that they've ever made. (sighs) Gotta love Twitter, right? I hate that app. And my last item here is the Animation Guild, IATSE Local 839, is welcoming in production workers from The Simpsons, Family Guy, and American Dad as they have filed to join the union and began collective bargaining for their very first union contract. All three series have a history on the Fox Animation Domination block and represent some of the longest-running adult animated series in existence. Uh, There is a quote that says, Together, they boast more than 750 years of industry experience in animation. It's time they receive the benefits and improved work conditions they deserve. Uh, The push to unionize followed a request from May 26 by a supermajority of the workers to be voluntarily recognized. Uh, This will uh, cover production managers, production supervisors, production coordinators, writer's assistants, production assistants, associate producers, office assistants, and IT supervisors um, for joining the union. And animators on the show have already been covered under the animation guilds contract so they are already part of a union themselves so just an interesting thing that i just thought i would uh, let people know about yeah all right okay so that is all i have for our news and views today no i on springfield news and views er, yes. was my thing i on springfield yes i apologize and are you we should. doing news and views or are no. we still on hiatus We're for on news hiatus and views? okay no problem all right, so with that, why don't we jump into our episode breakdown? So, Brendan, why don't you tell us what we're doing today? Uh, yeah. So, welcome to episode 62 of our podcast. Hello. Thank you for checking in. We're doing okay. How are you? <laughs> uh, the, we're doing The Great Louse Detective. It's season 14, episode 6. It was the 297th episode of The Simpsons. It had the production code EABF01. It originally aired on December 15th, 2002. It was directed by Stephen Dean Moore. It was written by John Frank. Wait, Frank is a real person? Yes, he is. (laughs) 
I was I at first I thought that that word said freck, and nope. I was just gonna scream it. Um, yeah, John Frank's a real person. Interesting. Works and on the show. Don Payne. It guest stars Kelsey Grammer. You, I, I'll give you three guesses who he plays. Um, <laughs> Bart Simpson. Yep, you're right. Uh, and the couch gag was uh, Homer uses the remote. The family travels back in time to the prehistoric era, and in a coliseum in the Romans, and they do some. They watch some sword fighting. They do. Well, no, it's not a sword. It's a sword and what is the other one? A trident, I think. I think so. Yeah. It was like a weird. It was a weird. Like a smaller version of a trident, but it was three. Like a like out. a like a candelabra without candles with three pointy ends. So like a trident. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. Like a candelabra <laughs> trident. But a trident. Yeah. That's how it works. So, all right. So as far as this episode, yeah, like um, I was talking to Corey the other day. We were trying to figure out which one to do. And we were kind of going back and forth and we couldn't really decide what we wanted to do. And then we just kind of talked about it. And we're like, you know what? We haven't done a Sideshow Bob episode in a while. Um, so we decided to look back at some Sideshow Bob episodes. And originally the thought was we were going to do the episode um, that introduces Bob and his family in Italy. Mm-hmm. But as I was doing my research, I realized that many people consider this episode to be like the first and that to be like a sequel. So I thought, hey, you know what? Why don't we do two weeks of Sideshow Bob episodes? So we're going to do this one this this time. And then for our next episode, we will be covering that episode if you're interested. Yay! In well. I love Sideshow Bob. So, well, yeah, I mean, Kelsey Grammer, again, just doing an amazing job. Kelsey Grammer is great as... The, in this role, I've yes. never seen him in any other role. So Frasier is Frasier's one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he Frasier? Yes. Yeah. Okay, I've yes, seen him is. in that. Okay. Not Frasier, but and he was in Cheers playing Frasier. The other one. Cheers. Yeah. Okay. Wait, hold on. I thought Frasier was the one character from Seinfeld. No, no. that's Kramer. They're the same name. No, nope. they're not. Yes, they are. <laughs> because they have an er at the end? Yeah. <laughs> t- t- and they use the long A. They're the same <laughs> name and an R in there somewhere. Sure. All right, wow. so just a few things about this episode. I actually don't have a lot this week, so just a few uh, little things about this episode. Um, you've probably noticed if you've been watching the show for many years and things like that, that ever since season three, which was an episode called Black Widower, which again featured Sideshow Bob, where he marries uh, Selma, uh, the writers have echoed the premise of Wiley e. Coyote chasing the Roadrunner from the Looney Tunes cartoons uh-huh. by having Bob unexpectedly insert himself into Bart's life and attempt to kill him. Executive producer Al Jean has compared Bob's character to that of Wiley e. Coyote, noting that both are intelligent, yet are always foiled by what they perceive as an inferior intellect. Mm. So from this episode forward, all Simpsons episodes uh, began to be hand or I'm sorry, began to be drawn and animated with digital ink and paint rather than traditional cell animation. So although digital ink and paint was previously used in a few episodes, Radioactive Man, The Simpsons' 138th episode, Spectacular. The best episode ever made. Tennis the Menace, Treehouse of Horror 13. Wait. 
No, not that episode. I'm thinking of 35 stories yes. that which we will get to that. That will be coming dues. up in the near, well, not near future, but in the future. That's the best episode. And as well as a few select scenes in I Am Furious Yellow. Episodes following those ones would go back to being traditionally animated. So obviously from this episode forward, they decided, you know, they're going to start doing this new technique of animation. So kind of the end of an era. I mean, it looks the exact same. I mean, it does look a little, little bit crisper. It, even so, like the, the the tax that that hand drawing every right. frame is much much greater absolutely than anything with digital. And so. I'm sure this is probably much more efficient um, doing it this way. So it makes sense and just you know change of the times, yeah. getting with technology and whatnot. So, so the plot of this episode, of course, is similar to the Silence of the Lambs. Uh, the episode's title is a reference to the 1986 Disney animated film, The Great Mouse Detective. I love The Great Mouse Detective. Oh. That was one of my favorite movies. Yeah. So, louse here is used as, like, sloth or laziness? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, um, there were some clues in this episode as far as who's the killer was. Um, mainly when the scene in Moe's where the gunshot comes through the bar and takes out the jar. There is a shot of the door when they have the gag of the door that keeps swinging open. The first time it swings open, you actually see the tow truck in the animation there. And then the second and third shots, it's no longer there. So obviously, prior to that, they had already met Junior because Homer totaled his car. And um, so obviously... They showed that if you would have been paying attention to that, you could have figured it all out, but whatever. I was about 70% sure I knew who the, um, who the, who the murderer was or the attempted murderer was. Cause you hadn't seen this before. I have not seen this episode before. Ever. And you thought it was Bumblebee man. Yes, I was. Yeah. <laughs> I knew was who it. the murderer uh, was. No, I, I, I was because they only introduced one character. You can't do that in a murder mystery. You don't introduce exactly one character we've never seen before. (laughs) So you knew who it was, but you didn't know who he was. Like, obviously, you didn't understand that he was... That wasn't, like... That that wasn't... You weren't supposed to know that. Which, I mean, really, he does talk just like him. And, of course, he looks like him. And things like that. But also, this is one of the first time I assume that this is one of the first times that a Simpsons episode calls back to a previous yes that is another thing too that this is like one of the first quote unquote sequels outside of of course who shot Mr. Burns right because of course that was a direct sequel yeah but yeah. yeah this is one of the first times where you know something like that happened and it really puts some plot holes into my into my story of every episode is a different universe Yes, it does. Because sometimes there's continuity, but not always. <laughs> Most of the time there's not. Yeah. So, um, also uh, a little thing that happened from this episode on. Uh, Sideshow Bob is depicted with a lighter shade of yellow than the other characters for his body and uh, red for his hair. So the coloring of him uh, changed slightly from this episode on. Okay. Mm. Um, Corey, did you notice that Sideshow Bob does reference Frasier in this episode? 
How? Because he says, Dear God! Which is something Fraser used to say. <laughs> also, didn't he say that when he fell off the stage at that, um... I think Remember he might have. Remember when Kelsey Grammer fell off <laughs> yes. the stage? He went, oh, dear God. <laughs> it's not funny, Kelsey. Kelsey no, Grammer. It's just funny guys. that he said that. It's not funny that he fell and did get hurt. He but did he was get okay. hurt. He was okay. Um, <laughs> he did get hurt. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make fun of he you. He did get it hurt. It was just very funny. <laughs> that she's like, it's not funny. And then she's like, he did get hurt. And yeah. then starts laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and the last thing is, uh, this particular episode was mentioned by Frank Grimes Jr. in Simpsons Comics 125, and it was also mentioned by the comics editor. So. Oh. All right, so moving into our episode here, we get into Act 1, and in Act 1, the Simpsons win a free spa weekend. And at the spa, Homer is nearly killed when a mysterious person locks him into an incredibly hot steam room with a wrench. But he is saved when Krusty the Clown unlocks the door. This prompts Homer and Marge to see Chief Wiggum, who suggests that they seek help from someone who can understand a murderer's twisted mind. A restrained, excuse me, a restrained Sideshow Bob, who is not only isolated from the other prisoners, but is released from prison for the first time since the episode Day of the Jackanapes. Much to Bart's immediate discomfort. All right, so Act One, what do you guys got? Well, that spa is where J Lo hit P Diddy upside the head with Gary. <laughs> with Gary Coleman. That's like my favorite line of okay. this episode. And the fact that she said hit him upside the head. Yeah. Okay. I have a couple questions about this quote. Who is J Lo? Who is P Diddy? <laughs> and who is Gary Coleman? We should know Gary Coleman because we did do the episode with Gary Coleman. No, I know. Most of those people. <laughs> I know what you're saying, I think. How? When when you say with Gary Coleman. Yeah, she picked him up did, and smacked yeah. Diddy so with there's, him. So there's two options there. And the option that that is in, that the English language is pointing you towards is that she picked him up and smacked him. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that that's what they're going for. I think it's just he was also there. No, I think With... it was that they picked him up and smacked him because Gary Coleman is a little person. And I think that's the joke. Yes, oh. Gary Coleman's a small man. Okay. Remember the Christmas episode? He was the security guard. What's she talking about, everyone? No. Oh. Okay. Oh. It was the um, Funzo episode. I don't remember what else I was okay. going to say. I had a, several questions, but I don't remember them. So. Okay. All right, but you feel good that you know what happened now with P. Diddy and J-Lo and getting upside the head. I mean, it's a possibility. <laughs> so, did you guys have any thoughts about that very beginning scene with the vacuum cleaner? Oh, you mean poor Maggie? Yeah. And like, well, three minutes and 40 seconds, it's like, well, maybe Marge should maybe slow down a little bit so she doesn't right. run into a situation like that. But I just felt like that whole part and it wasn't long but it it wasn't necessary it was completely unnecessary yeah (laughs) like it was just and it wasn't even that good no so i i I feel like when i the simpsons like they always have that one real unnecessary thing Mm -hmm. i'll tell you what i thought 
So I never know anything about the episode before going into it. Right. I'm like, okay, I see the Simpsons, uh, the Simpsons and the clouds and everything. And that's as far as I know. That's the only, I know that we're watching the Simpsons for an episode. Uh, when I saw that scene, I thought that this episode was like season 30, season 29. Because that is very much a bit that they would do in a recent episode. It's not funny, it's not good, it's way too long, and it doesn't serve towards the plot. That and especially is a... right off the bat. Yeah. No, th- that is something that a recent episode would love to do, mm-hmm. and would do so much. I I don't know if you can tell, Yeah. but I really hate that the new Simpsons. Yes. I didn't like the old Simpsons, and I... (laughs) But moving on from that, yeah, I just thought, like I said, it was just a little strange. Yeah. But the the George Foreman mail sorter... (laughs) So, you're kind of laughing, Brennan, but you probably don't understand the whole George Foreman thing, right? I don't. Okay, so I'm just going to explain it quick. So, also, I love the fact that George Foreman is on the mail sorter with the quote, I love money. So, back in, what was this, probably early this 2000s? Was, was this right in the heyday of George Foreman, or no? Mm. I don't remember. Let's see, this would we have been, yeah, because yeah, this is 2002. My grandmother had several George Foreman things. Yeah, so basically, George Foreman is a former boxer. All of his sons are named and George. Yeah, all of his kids, all of his girls, too. He has, like, 12 kids, and they're all named George. That's hilarious. And I think... He, I could be wrong on this, but I think he actually said the reason for that is because he's gotten hit in the head too many times that he wouldn't be able to remember their names. I think that that's a joke. I think it might be, but I, I think he has think said that. Yeah, I don't that think he did that, that seriously. Is but, but all of his kids real really are named George. <laughs> that, mm, interesting. But anyways, so he was a former boxer. He's very charismatic very nice gentleman. He has to be to have 12 kids. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> well done. So anyways, he just decided at some point that he was going to become like an infomercial guy and create all these inventions. Now, when I say create, I don't think he created them. I think he just put his name on them. When you say create, you mean hawk on QVC. Exactly. So, but his most famous invention was something called the George Foreman Grill which was a small little countertop grill grill that you could plug in. And the big selling point about it was that it had like these grill marks on it and it was angled. So as you were grilling, the fat would come off the food and collect into a little tray. Great. Good for you. And then he created a bunch of other stuff that he put his name on. More grills. Yes. And I also had one as well. So that's what that is all about. Um, I did also find it very strange that Homer's eating the mail. Yeah. Was he supposed to? Well, I mean, I guess that's what that little container's for. It burns it and puts it all in a little weird packet. So, I don't know. That was a little strange, but whatever. It is what it is. Stagnant Springs Health Spa is where they go when they mention that it's famous for as Corey said the J-Lo part. But I just wanted to mention that Stagnant Springs Health Spa, and then the tagline underneath, follow the smell. Well, they can take 10 years off your face and put them right in your boobs. They can. They can. (laughs) And it's not just for gals anymore. It's also for vain, effeminate men. 
No, that's that's not cool. Okay. So I was wrong. I have been looking because I thought that that name sounded familiar. George Foreman? Yeah, that Okay. And so I was thinking and I thought maybe I know that there was one episode of iCarly (laughs) (laughs) where uh, they sneak into their teacher's house and uh, their teacher has a shrine of a person that I didn't know. Okay. And like it's a lot of like really weird merchandise for this person. And I thought maybe that was him, but it's not. It's Randy Jackson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Look at the picture. <laughs> it's a no for me, dog. <laughs> All right, interesting. Yeah. All right, well, if you figure out where you know the name, yeah, you I'll, let us know. I'll think about it. But... He'll text everyone who's so, listening. Corey, I think you kind of laughed at this, but... I don't know, it was a little strange. What? The Tom Brokaw reveal. I love that! <laughs> that was the greatest regeneration. And the, the kind of the Star Wars like yeah. reference where his face is coming down, which kind of looks like Darth Vader's helmet. I love yeah, Tom I didn't Put it on his face. Who is that? He's an old news guy. So we brought him up during the curling episode. I don't remember that episode. That was like four weeks ago. It's longer than that, but regardless. Um, he was a news broadcaster. Okay. Is he dead? No, he's still kicking. He shows up on NBC every now and again. Like kicking, you mean like kicking he just people. walks away and, while kicking and yes. says, I'm going to keep yes. kicking. And if, and you, if get you, hit, you get hit, <laughs> it's your own fault. That's right. And then the other broadcaster runs at him with his arms spinning in a circle. <laughs> And that's how they would go through life. That's but right. That's... They just they just constantly say that on a loop while that's kicking. <laughs> um, Brennan, any thoughts on Bart's idea to throw, or I'm sorry, to float a baby Ruth down a mineral bath? <laughs> what does that mean? So I know okay. baby like Ruth is a chocolate bar. Yes. So, so think it about looks it like for poop. a minute. What's a mineral bath? It's like... Like a swimming pool, but... Kind of a swimming pool. But it would be like to regenerate your skin. Ah, yes. Things like that. Real science things. Yes. Um, what a, what a, what a lad. What a mad lad. What a prankster. (laughs) Although it's not really an original idea, because that happened in Caddyshack. Yes, it did. I think it happened in another movie, too. Probably. Like One Crazy Summer or something like that. I forget. Did Caddyshack come out before this? Yes. Oh, right. It was a 90s yeah. movie, wasn't it? No. Caddyshack was, the was a 80s. 70s movie. No, it was an 80s movie. The very early 80s, then. Nope. I, I like... think it was late 80s. Okay. Because, no, because that was After like. After 85. Of... No, because this was one of Bill Murray's like right. first roles. Well, Caddyshack was not. And he 1980. Was on... And he was 1980? Uh, okay. Yeah, because he was on SNL in the 70s. So, I don't know. So there you have it. Caddyshack. Well, you, so, you said it was 70s movies. So I know. I win. Uh, we both. Well, you, no, said late, you said late 80s, and I said 70s. We're both wrong. You're both wrong. So we'll just go with that. I win, though. And moving on. Uh, Corey, do you like Dr. Seuss? <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> well, then you'll love Dr. Masseuse. What is the rhyme? That rhyme was the best. 
that Bart that he says to Bart. Oh, you know, I didn't write it down because I didn't, didn't think it was going to come down. up. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to come up. That is the best line in this episode. Yeah, oh. it, just something along the line. I mean, of course, he's doing it susical. And then he's like, and if you don't like this, then write me a check. <laughs> or I'll stop talking like this if you write me a check. It's so good. And, Corey, you had definitely a problem with the turtles. Oh, those poor turtles. Oh, gosh. Um, any thoughts on... No, we don't need to talk. I know what you're going to say, and I don't want to talk about it. What? The woman? Yep, we don't need to talk about it. Yeah, it was weird. What What woman? Oh, she sank into... Nope. Yeah. And not just that, but I think... We don't need to talk about it. We'll just that was a little... It, it didn't age well, we'll right. just say that. Right. The thing that I thought was weird about that was they used the voice there... But then in the next part, when you see the guy who's, like, supposed to be, like, what, like a shaman or whatever. Yeah. And he just has a normal voice. Right. So why, like, you would have thought if they were going to do that, they would have done it for both. So, right. which I'm glad they didn't. Does he have a normal voice? Because he's, yeah. he sounds like um, Otto Man. The American taxpayer. <laughs> I, I don't want to say the word because now I don't get it down it, on all fours with your bum in the air. What position is this? I don't want to say the word because I don't know if it's considered family friendly, but he sounds like Otto Man. Okay. Or are you gonna say Stoner? Yeah. That's fine. You can okay. say that. Well, he's he's the American taxpayer. <laughs> and I just love how he pauses and then repeats it, and then yeah. does the Bob Hope yeah. golf swing. A naked celebrity, don't stare at his famous wang. You can stare at it. <laughs> oh, so, why does it. the steam room have a murder setting? I, I mean... That's what I said. I go, murder honestly should not be a setting on the steam room temperature day. <laughs> nah. I think it's it's like the um, the the Guardians of the Galaxy gag spacesuits only for emergency or mm-hmm. for fun. That's that's what the murder setting is. <laughs> for fun? For only for, for emergency funsies. or for fun. <laughs> All right. Good to know. Um I stupid, ridiculous, dumb, but I enjoyed it. Homer's neck pull. Wow. He's like, I'm not wearing a shirt. Why? <laughs> I just thought it was funny. Eee. And then of course Krusty's line, who ordered the steam gentile? <laughs> <laughs> steam gentile that's really funny um i like how when wiggum's like us pigs we'll catch this killer <laughs> well at least wiggum admits it and also campbell's chunky soup mask maximum prison sounds delicious oh does it <laughs> delicious okay is it possible that you're living a double or triple life that your wife doesn't know about triple no, definitely no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you kind of chuckled at this a little bit, Brendan. Was uh, where in my badge does it say anything about protecting people? <laughs> right there, second word, Chief. Thanks, Princeton Pete. <laughs> um, I chuckled at that because that's. Am I an idiot or is that not the saying? No, that's definitely the saying. Yeah, no, it's to, to serve, serve and, and protect. protect. Yeah. yeah, it's not the second saying, second word. It was to pro- the badge was to protect and serve, which is not the thing. I'm pretty sure it said serve no, and protect. Well, why would he say second word? Right. Why because would that's he not say protect. Word. 
I feel like when they showed it, though, it did. No! Because I looked at it. No! Right, I could be wrong, but I thought it did make sense. Um, and then this was just uh, just kind of a throwaway joke, but the inmates are in order by crazy. And then decapitating Harry decapitating and the other guy Harry. are mixed up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? Why is that? Are you saying he's crazier than me? <laughs> I also love, oh, we've been through so much. Just call me Bob. Yes. Ah, oh, Bob. <laughs> Why is Lisa so scared of him? Because she's been involved with capers where Bob has tried to. But he hasn't c- tried to kill Lisa. She's been involved with stuff. Like, he hasn't tried to kill her, but she's been involved with him menacing Bart. Yeah. And he does uh, tie and gag her in uh, Cape Fear when he's going after Bart. I don't remember. We didn't do that episode. We didn't. I'm saving that one because that's one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, so, yes, Corey, you did mention the Campbell's Chunky Soup Maximum Prison. May not be the best place to take the kids, but it still beats Disney's California Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and the last thing I just want to mention about Act 1 is I love when they reveal Bob being bound down with mm-hmm. all the shackles. And, and his hair. Yes, and he has the shackles on his hair. I just thought that was a nice... Nice thing. It was pretty funny. So, all right. Anything else for Act 1? No. All right. So for Act 2, to ensure Bart's safety, Wiggum places a shock bracelet on Sideshow Bob's ankle to force (laughs) his murderous urges kept at bay when he comes to live at the Simpson house. Bob asks Homer to list all the people who may want him dead and follows him around to investigate who the mystery assailant could be. During their day, they end up at a repair shop where Homer chastises the mechanic, Junior. Homer and Bob go to Moe's Tavern, where Lenny gives Bob advice on how to properly murder Bart, and afterwards, the assailant fires at Homer with a gun before escaping in a tow truck. Bob suggests that Homer should stay home and out of sight to be safe, but the latter is named the king of the Springfield Mardi Gras, in which he must ride on a float for the whole day. Act 2. Anything you guys got? You know, The Man of La Mancha is a great show. It's and an for, amazing show. And for Bob to get whatever role he wants to help them, that's a sweet deal. <laughs> and you'd want to see that show. Yes. <laughs> um, What role would Bob be? It, probably just Don Quixote. Don right? Quixote, yeah, yeah. He's got to play the, the main role, right? Or, you know what? It's Bob. He can play them all. Yeah. Just let him do it all. Yeah. Just that works for me. Man of La Mancha is now a one-man show. Yes. Dulcinea will be really confusing. <laughs> <laughs> so I did like at the beginning when they're walking into the warden's office and there's a sign on the door that says, shh, back deal in progress. Yes. <laughs> yep. And, you know, Bob, of course, will need access to all the Simpsons, especially Bart. Um, the frickin' <laughs> leg hair joke. Yes, that I was taped great. to your leg I hair, that. and that really hurts. So don't try taking it off. <laughs> I don't get it, though, because, like, they they act so serious about it afterwards. Like, it's it's a, it's a throwaway joke, but, like, it it's very, it affects the plot quite a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's why you can't take it off. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I might complain that that might be police brutality personally but <laughs> so uh brendan i do want to get your thoughts on the line when bob tries to reassure the simpsons that everything is okay that he's in their house and everything and he said 
or I'm sorry, Bart basically says everything's okay because he said, this man has tried to kill me so much it's not funny anymore. So thoughts on that line? Um, I think it's always funny. You heard it here first. Murder is funny. <laughs> <laughs> but again, they're kind of being tongue-in-cheek, yeah. you know, saying that the show's been going on for so long and it's not funny anymore. Hmm. They were saying this in 2002? Yep. Whoa! That's insane! Yeah, it's been 20 years since then. Oh that... my god. <laughs> Whoa! I can't believe that they that they knew that that the show was going Another on for too long. Another thing the Simpsons predicted. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I mean, Brendan, one day you'll understand if you have your own kids that sometimes, as a parent, you have to put <laughs> your life in front of your kids' lives. It's the dream of every parent to die to after, outlive their to children. outlive their children. That's later, That's, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> A funny I, line. I I just <laughs> Homer's enemies are the state of Flora and the fat little Dixie chick. Well, the complete list is Mr. Burns, Fat Tony, the Emperor of Japan, ex-president Bush, Marge says, the late Frank Grimes, PBS, Stephen Hawking, the fat little Dixie chick, and the state of Florida. <laughs> so, are these all references to earlier episodes? Yes. George Bush is, but. The what only... about the Dixie Chicks? No. Um, but yeah, PBS, he had a, a run-in with PBS where Big Bird tracks him down. And yes. George he Bush. Wasn't, he wasn't paying the uh, I don't. The I things. don't think I've ever seen that episode. It, it's pretty funny because, I mean, and that's just, that's like a, just kind of a throwaway joke. It's not the entire episode at mm-hmm. all. There is a really good episode that I would like to watch at some point. Um, where he has a run-in with ex-president Bush. Yes, that's a he, good episode. He moves in the next neighborhood. Next door. Yeah, that, right. Is it, is it next door or across the street? I don't remember, but it's very close, and they have a back and forth, and it's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, and then of course some of the other ones. Yes, state of Florida, the one where they go to spring break, mm-hmm. things like that. So with Kid Rock. Yes. Uh, let's see. Corey, you got anything else over there? Today's robbers, you know, they're all smash and grab. <laughs> it's nice to see that Bob was a true gentleman. Oh, my God. And then Bob says that he understood the dance, but he fears that their time is passing. <laughs> so, I forget. Why did Bob rob the Quickie Mart? To I frame know. Krusty. Was it just was, to frame Krusty? Yes, because he was dressed as Krusty. Well, I knew that he was dressed as Krusty. He was trying to take the the show from Krusty. Got it. Yes. I understand now. Yep. Um, And uh, what about last year's Mardi Gras King, who had to abdicate his crown for marrying a commoner? (laughs) And I'll do it again, again. too. (laughs) But he did miss the Royal Crown Cola. Oh, my God. I have to say, Royal, Royal Crown Cola was very good. Did you ever have it? Back in the day. Wait, no. isn't Royal Crown like an like a like an alcohol? No. Well, that's. Yeah, Crown Royal. Is Crown alcohol. Royal. Crown yes, Royal. that's what. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. I'm thinking I, of it comes in like a fancy bottle, and it's yeah. like gold. Yeah. 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 Pouch. Pouch. But, what? Yeah. It comes a, in a pouch. Like a velvet pouch. It does. It does. Oh, the bottle yes. comes in the pouch. Pa- yeah. Yes. Not the drink. You don't serve the drink in a pouch. <laughs> I was very confused. I'm like, a water skin? Why does it come in a water skin? But no, I remember Royal Crown Cola was really big, probably mid to late 80s. 
and it was kind of like trying to compete with Pepsi and Coke. Mm. And we used to get it a lot. It is probably because it was the cheaper of the three. <laughs> probably. But it actually wasn't bad for like a quote-unquote generic cola. So I did enjoy it, but I believe it's long gone now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Corey, going back to when you were talking about Apu and Sideshow talking, Sideshow yeah. Bob, when Homer says, if you ton- country hens are finished clucking, I'd like to buy a copy of Jugs and Ammo. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, we get the reveal when Homer destroys his car that, see, you can't read a magazine and drive. <laughs> I, I'm i not so certain that he's reading that magazine. <laughs> we'll Hey-o. leave that one alone. <laughs> and he does expect his car to be rebuilt with genuine GM parts, even though it was built in Croatia <laughs> from say, old Soviet tanks. But his car was built in Croatia. Uh, that dummy that they have that's a good idea before we get into that though real quick with the car i'm counting the pennies in the ashtray there's two (laughs) but yes that dummy that that whole scene that's probably one of my favorite parts of this episode just everything that happens with that dummy and bob at the end none of this seems odd to you (laughs) nah and yeah, just like so, what happens to him? So Mo attacks him from behind with a baseball bat. Who's a sociopath bat. now? <laughs> Patty and Selma throw a cinder block at him, and it takes his head off. And all their responses: He's hurt. Go, go, go. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Lovejoy. Yep, he just starts kicking him repeatedly, and Willie buries a hoe in his chest. <laughs> And then, of course, the end, when Homer comes up, tackles him off the line, and starts beating it, and says, If I kill you, then everyone will think I'm the real Homer. <laughs> and then, Is, yes. Oh, then that great line by Bob. None yeah. of this seems odd to you. So, is this, um... What, when, when did the uh, the cloning Treehouse of Horror episode come out? Right around this time. So I can't was, remember if it was before or after. So that but those are non-canon. I know, but that still could have... Right. Everything is non-canon. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? No, they have said specifically that all the Treehouse, Treehouse of Horror episodes have nothing to do with the mm-hmm. actual series yeah. as a whole. So, um, I did like when they're in Moe's, Bob and uh, Homer, and all the patrons there are basically asking Bob why he was never able to kill Bart. Mm-hmm. And Lenny just gives him the best idea. He goes, well, if it was me, I'd just sneak up behind him and slit his throat real real quick-like. Right. <laughs> and then Bob does say, if he can write haikus while skinheads beat I love him with that soap, line. he can concentrate anywhere. He can concentrate anywhere. anywhere. <laughs> and I did mention this a little already, but I do love that swinging door gag. Yeah. Just that it swings, and then it just completely stops, and then starts swinging again. Yeah. Completely stops, and then, of course, the third time. Yeah, no, it's, it's comedy in threes. <laughs> Corey, any thoughts on Mo and his jar? Oh, his jar. <laughs> Should have taken more photos. <laughs> Should have. Oh, I really wish that that frame they was even like went to a the beach together. They did. 
I really wish that that those picture frames were like a permanent addition to Moe's Tavern. <laughs> that would be funny. Like the love tester, I could take it a little bit. Like I don't care if the love tester is like in the background of one of the shots, but those f- picture frames should be everywhere. Every episode, we see Moe's Tavern, we're gonna see a shot of those pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why, but this really got you. The That 70s show? That 30s show. Or That 30s show? I don't know. It's really (laughs) funny. Like, you don't normally, like, audibly laugh, and you laughed very hard at the polio joke. I'm cracking because I got polio. Oh, so I did like this part. When Bob's talking to Homer and he says his only chance at survival is to make it so he's completely out of sight. And Homer tries to hide behind the curtains. Yes. And then they fall off the wall and he attempts to cover up and just shouts, don't look at me! (laughs) (laughs) And his reaction to to being named King of Mardi Gras, good things do happen to To bad bad people. people. You're embarrassing me in front of the drag queen. So some people are saying I, apparently they think that's a reference to the 1979 James Bond film Moonraker because a character of similar appearance to that is seen dancing in the carnival parade when Bond tries to infiltrate Drax's Rio subsidiary. I mean, that's a possibility. But I think it's just he had a Marilyn Monroe dress on. Yeah. And so I don't think it was necessarily related to It that. is a possibility. Like, it is. I wouldn't put it past them to do something dumb like that. Right. Something <laughs> dumb like that. <laughs> All right, Act 2, anything else? No. All right. Jumping into Act 3, Bob discovers that Homer won because someone rigged the ballot in his favor. But Homer takes part in the parade anyway in hopes of luring out his attempted killer. So at the parade, Bob learns that a brake line in Homer's float has been cut and draws a correlation between the wrench used to lock Homer in the steam room, the wrenches in the tow truck, and a smudge on the spa invitation and realizes that Junior is the killer. As the float goes out of control, Bob saves Homer by getting fired out of a cannon and grabbing Homer with his huge feet from above just before the float crashes into the Museum of Swordfish. (laughs) Homer and Bob end up giving chase to the killer, who's revealed to be Frank Grimes Jr., the illegitimate son of Frank Grimes, who holds Homer responsible for his father's death. Jr. attempts to kill Homer to avenge his father, but is foiled when the police arrive. That night, after Homer put Bart in bed, Bob reveals himself from behind the bedroom door, having taken possession of the remote for his shock bracelet. Considering Lenny's advice, Bob decides to go back to his deadly side and almost kills Bart without hesitation, but realizes at the last second that he's grown accustomed to Bart's face and cannot bring himself to do it. It's not a duet. (laughs) Now deciding to go on the run, he tries to take his leave, but gets zapped continuously by a shock bracelet, because of birds pecking the remote after it landed in their nest. Okay, Act 3, what do you guys got? Um, how? What was I saying? There was you said how. There was something. That's all you said. Very first thing that you were talking about. Say it again. I said Act 3, what do you got? <laughs> no, Very no, the first, first thing. thing. About Of Act what? 3. Oh, Bob discovers Homer won because someone rigged the ballot in his Yes! Finger. Um... How does Bob have the have the ballots? Who gave them to apparently him? Apparently, he collected them. Who gave them to him? I don't know. I want to see this. I guess. Yeah. This is this is this is rigged. <laughs> I I uh number two. That's a lot of that's a that's a lot of work to to kill just one man. <laughs> that's that's so many so many 
Homer Simpsons that you have to write. And also, why didn't he try to change their handwriting? Right. It's the exact same every time. I mean, he's he's you can't change your handwriting. <laughs> That's just not something you can do. You have to write everything the exact same way every time. It's impossible to change your handwriting. Um, that, that was it. Okay. Um, go ahead. <laughs> Mardi Gras is an excuse to get drunk on a Tuesday. <laughs> but, but what Homer doesn't understand is he's had six beers. Today's Tuesday and you've had six beers. But he's not drunk. <laughs> also, my another favorite quote, America loves its kings. From George the Third to Larry. <laughs> I'm on DuckTales, oh, Larry. Larry. <laughs> I didn't get that joke. (laughs) I I I kept going over it in my head when they when they said it, and I'm like, "Who's Larry the King? Larry the King? Larry the King? Larry King?" And then I realized just now that it's Larry King. I'm on Ducktales, Larry. It's still one of the best. It's it's really good. So, Corey, speaking of great lines, Uh mine is. How can one ordinary man have so many enemies? <laughs> I'm a people person. <laughs> Who drinks? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the Museum of that Swordfish. That is a great joke. <laughs> yes. It's been nothing but trouble. Nothing but trouble since they built it. <laughs> it was just so ridiculous and Who just so wonderful. Who would go to a museum of but swordfish? But it's not even a museum of swordfish. It's just a glass box yeah. filled with swordfish. <laughs> oh my god, it was so good. Ugh. I love it. <laughs> like, is that an advertisement for the museum of swordfish? Yes, of course. Like, like the museum is like a couple miles away, but that's 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 what no, they place. No, that's the museum no, that's of the swordfish. Actual museum. That's why there's so many swordfish it's there. It's just a glass box. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta, that's definitely an advertisement. It's I just think. a glass case of emotion? Attention, yes. drunken idiots. <laughs> Throw yourself under me to, what was it? Throw Frick. your bodies in front of the float and save your king. Mm-hmm. Well done. <laughs> well done. And three of them do it. I just love the first guy. He's like drinking, he's like. All right, just throws his beer down and jumps into the street. I also like the guy who's like, can I get some beads? Beads aren't for dudes. <laughs> These are <Hey>. okay. <laughs> I love uh, the file photo of Homer threatening the gorilla for taking his pants. <laughs> <laughs> so I did notice this when I watched it this time, and I just thought it was weird that like nobody makes mention or notice of this, but maybe that's part of the point. So after Kent Brockman reports that Homer's named King of Mardi Gras, mm-hmm. he says, in related news, Homer Simpson may not have long to live. Yeah. Yeah. So, but nobody, like, brings it up. Well, and, no. like, like Because he's about to be murdered. But, like, was this By a common knowledge that everyone knows about? Yeah, obviously. All right. I guess they went so. public with it. They know that he knows. Or that maybe Kent know. Brockman is just that digging deep and he's finding they know the stories. that we know that they know. <laughs> That we know, you know. Yes, uh, Bob does also mention that he has a fortune of cigarettes, <laughs> which I thought funny. And we also get the reveal that Lenny's from Chicago. Yeah, and who knew? Carl's so drunk he's gonna puke. You ever get that feeling, beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, no, and and those are the guys working the crowd. <laughs> yes, so. they are. Uh, Corey, any thought about the Italian joke? I think I must have missed it. How did they you hear miss gunshots? It? And then Homer looks over, and it's Italians shooting a guy in the back, and he just goes, "Phew, just Italians." Well, it's um, it's it's the mob boss. Yeah, What's it's Fat Tony. Fat Tony. His folks. Yeah. Nah. 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 Nah, no good, or nah, you just don't want to talk about it. It's it's just like, the only reason. It's a lazy joke. It's the same song. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason that Italians are even like like thought about as the American mob because there is an Italian mob. Right. And mm-hmm. like that. That's I mean, the there's thing. plenty of mobs, but yes, and but the, the Italian, Italian mob, mob is one is of the just more popular because, ones. Just because the Godfather. Right. That's the only reason. Yep. It's not a real thing. Well, the well, Italian mob is a is. real thing. I mean, there are Italians in mobs, but like it's not mm. the There are specific Italian mobs. Sure. My yes. my great grandfather was in Allegedly the mob. Allegedly. Well, let's just call a spade a spade. <laughs> he was, guys. Okay, cops are coming right now. You're I mean, they were already here. They were not for us. You not don't know for that. us. Maybe so, this was an elaborate ruse to to plant some bugs in the in our house. <laughs> They've been waiting for sixty one episodes to uh, finally get that reveal. We're awfully, yeah. we're awfully boring. Um. Well, this was not boring. Duffman gets shot. <laughs> Doris, I love you. He gets grazed. Why he is passed he out. dead? He he doesn't he, die. It's not even bleeding. Uh, Maybe he doesn't like the sight of blood and he just passed out. Yeah. <laughs> but I did like his comment. Everything's going dark, like Duff Stout, the yes. beer that made Ireland famous. <laughs> so I just said, Doris, I love you. Yeah. So apparently that's a reference to a slogan for Schlitz beer, who said the beer that made Milwaukee famous. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you remember Schlitz beer? I do. I think my dad had a sign that he hung in his bar for Schlitz beer. Milwaukee Estate. Yes. Wait. No, it's no. in Wisconsin. Yes. Oh my God, we both had yes, to think we about both, that. So, the Native Americans once referred to it as Milwaukee, or the Good Land. Does this guy know how to party? Or what? Huh? 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 Oh. <laughs> We're quoting Wayne's World. <laughs> Which one? One. With when they meet Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. We're not worthy. We're and not Alice worthy. Cooper just starts saying all these very intellectual things about Milwaukee. Oh, yeah. And he says it's like one of the first states to ever elect the three socialist governors. <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, it's a great movie. Love it. Never... I, I'm sure I did tell you because this is one of my finer moments. Uh, me and my friend Joe went to see Real Big Fish Yes. Um, with his ex. And... And... Uh, we're we're in line we're in the merch line and we see Aaron the lead singer and Joe's like oh, we we have to we have to we have to do the Wayne's World thing on him and I'm like yeah we do and so I we go up and I'm like oh my God it's Aaron from Real Big Fish and then we both go we're not worthy we're not worthy and Aaron without skipping a beat he does what Alice Cooper. Did. 
it in the movie. Just held his hand out. Yes, and it was one of the best moments of my life. <laughs> no offense to you or my children. One of the best moments of my life. I mean, you did say bet one of. You didn't say the best, so. That's great. Shout out because to Aaron from Ridley just Fish. not even missing a beat. He was like, oh, yeah. Right. It was so good. So I just realized that really big fish's uh, initials are RBG. They're not. They're not because fish doesn't begin with fish a G. Fish doesn't begin with a G. Fish. <laughs> what is wrong with me? It's a silent G, and it's not really big fish. RB... It's, it's real, just real big, big fish. fish. Which was hilarious, because I heard you say that, and I was just like, alright, he just made a mistake. But then you brought it back to yourself, and he's like, oh, I, I mean, just realized. He drove it home. It's good to believe in yourself. I said that twice, and yep. thought about it yep. for a very long time. And you can't even use the excuse that you're tired because you work today, because you were off today. <laughs> I play magic today. Yeah. It's basically okay. like work. <laughs> Moving on. Um, the... The Jimbo reveal. Jesus is our only king. And Homer says, not anymore. Just kicks him off the stilts. Right. Any thoughts about the stilt chase? (laughs) I love all of the stilt jokes in this entire act. They're so funny. The fact that they have a specialized cop who does stilt-based... It wasn't a specialized cop. They just had the stilts. It was one of the normal cops. The and the fa- didn't it have a siren on it too? I don't remember. I think yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> and I know it said SPD on yeah, it. Yeah, there was a badge it. on it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you never know when you're going to need those. So SPDS Springfield did police department stilts. Yes, that's that's stilt division. Stilt. <laughs> that that could that could be an entire uh, show. Yeah, you know, like uh, SVU. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Produced by Dick Wolf. Yes. Dun dun. <laughs> um, oh. I did really enjoy the sign when they when Grimes is running away on the stilts and he gets to that really high wall. Mm-hmm. It says Sanderson's high brick walls. No one no builds one them, them higher. Yeah. <laughs> uh. And you know what? How is old Grimy? He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> now, oh. Cora, you seem to be kind of shocked with the reveal of... Uh, where Frank Grimes came from. I wasn't shocked. I, I was... Or Frank Grimes Jr. It was it was say. funny. He happened to like hookers, okay? <laughs> and just how he delivered it. Yes. Like, it's not a big deal. <laughs> um, yeah, because Homer's like, he's not married. How could he have you? And <laughs> <laughs> um, so, missed opportunity for a joke. Okay. The, the, um, the tombstone. Mm-hmm. Because I'm about forty percent sure. No, more than that. I'm like sixty percent sure that uh, that the Homer's en- enemy part wasn't a part of the original. Correct. That 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 was I added. It said "grimy" in quotes. Okay. Uh so that's what Homer called them. And, yeah. Yeah. So why didn't they just put like the first one? under that because i think I, part of it was because it was so long since that 
episode was shown. Well, yeah. That maybe they just put that there to just kind of tell, like, more casual people, that's what this is. He's actually Homer's enemy. No, I think people got that based on the the rest of the flashback. I don't know. I didn't like, have a problem. I thought it was kind of funny, actually. I don't know. There, There's... The Simpsons, if they've done one thing right, it's billboard gags. Mm -hmm. Like, um, just really funny, uh, like, one-liner things Mm -hmm. on just random objects. And I feel like that could have been a joke instead of just, Homer's enemy in brackets. Uh, I don't know. To me, I felt like it was a joke. It, It, sure, but it's not a good one. Fair. So... Um, and as Wiggum says, if I can trank just one freak on stilts, I know I've I done love my that. job. I love that. I love that. <laughs> because you're living the dream, Chief. <laughs> I love that. <sighs> and then, of course, towards the end of the episode, we get a great music montage. Um, montage? Could you turn that original cast recording down and go to bed? <laughs> and... If you're curious, the lyrics are as follows. Bob has grown accustomed to his face and dreams of gouging out his eyes. I've grown accustomed to my hate, my plans to lacerate, to disembowel to hear him howl. The very reason that I live is plotting how to watch him die. I know this chubby scalawag has made my life a living hell. Surely if I drank his blood, I'd be at peace, but well. You've grown accustomed to my face. It's not a duet. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I've grown accustomed to your fear, accustomed to revenge, accustomed to your face. Do you know who sang that? Do you know where that song is from? I do. No. B, where's that song from? It's My Fair Lady. Of course it is. It's Rex Harrison, My Fair Lady. Right? Who's Rex Harrison? Rex Harrison was the original uh, Mr. From the movie or the Broadway show? He was because... in Broadway first, and then he did the movie. Oh, Mr. so he's uh... like... Um... Come on, help me! No. What's his name? No one knows what you're doing right now. You just said Mr., and then you just started snapping your fingers. I know who you're talking about. I don't know his name. What's his name? I don't know his name. The professor. Yes, I know. He has the never seen the show. Yes, I've so never seen My Fair Lady. on the plane. Yes, I know. <laughs> I've never seen My Fair Lady, so I don't know what you're talking about. Like, what? Not even the movie but that I'm everyone hates? In spine <laughs> stays mindly. Susie, please email me. <laughs> What's his name? All right, we'll figure it out. Um, Professor Higgins. Thank you, Professor Higgins. <laughs> thank you. Just you white Henry Higgins. Just you white. Okay. What are the lyrics to that song? I used to know all of them. That's where, I get, that that's where I get my English accent from, uh, by the way. Oh, I thought it was Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> I mean him and Eliza Doolittle. From Mary Poppins, right? <laughs> Oh, it's jolly all the day with Mary. It's it's because I grew up singing. <laughs> it's 
because I grew up singing musical numbers with people who just did Cockney accents. Makes sense. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, the whole point of My Fair Lady is that she has right, a Cockney right. accent. So, because she's pulling one over on everyone, right? No. You have no idea what My Fair Lady is about, do I know you? that Pretty Woman is based on it. Yes! I've very loosely. And I haven't seen that either, so... No, it's it's about... Ah, pretty Woman starring my best friend, yes. Richard Gere! Full circle, it all comes folks. back. No. It all comes back. All right, uh, one last thing, I just, like, when Bob's trying to sing the song, I do enjoy when Bart's trying to get away. And yeah. then Bob just grabs him and yeah. pins him up on the wall. That was funny. All right, I'm sorry, were you saying about to say something, Brenda? No, I was going to talk more about My Fair Lady because it's more entertaining than the rest of this episode. All right. Well, this well, episode is over, oh, unless anybody over. has anything with Act 3. Everything's over, guys. Well, anybody got anything else? Uh, Act 3, no. I have He's final Act thoughts. Three. All right, we're going to get into final thoughts in a moment, but before we get to those, why don't you tell us our ratings? Uh, it was rated 8.2 on Nielsen. No, it, it wasn't. <laughs> oh, yes, it was. No, yes, it, it was. wasn't. I'm sorry, yes, Wait it was. a minute. I'm looking at the part above. The stilts police are coming after you. <laughs> it was me. <laughs> That's the name of the episode. That's the stilt police. Da, 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 da. What? What are you... What? Is that is a dream are... police? Stilt police? No. What is the dream? Stop. No, stop. Anyway, stop it. it was viewed in 8.75 million households. It had a Nielsen rating of 8.2. It finished 23rd in the ratings of the week of December 9th through 15th. It was the highest rated show on Fox. Uh, beating King of the Hill, Malcolm in the Middle. I'll tell you what. What is 24? One of the greatest shows ever created. It's not... It's fine. I love 24. It's it's about a secret agent named Jack Bauer. Yes. Played by um not Keanu Reeves. I would have loved it then. Kiefer Sutherland. You know the uh, leader of the Lost Boys in the Lost Boys. I am the Lost Boy. No 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 from no no Neverland. No. 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 <laughs> the vampire movie. <laughs> you know. I don't think she. No. Oh. I didn't watch it. Have you ever watched Flat... You've never watched Flatliners with me. Um... I didn't even finish that. Oh. Yeah, I think that was pretty much it. But... Uh, it also beat the 70s show and the 2002 Billboard Music Awards. Oh. That was my favorite one. You weren't even alive. <laughs> or maybe you were, and then you died, and then you were reincarnated. That's possible. That's how you remember it. Maybe... I'll be reincarnated later as your cat. Hey, right. Listen, listen. You wish my my cat has a pretty damn good life. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Except when he gets things. Never mind. All right. Okay. So final thoughts on this episode. Yeah, I have a lot of final thoughts. Go for it. Um. Why was Bob trying so hard to save Homer, if his goal was to kill? Because, because his, kill, his goal is not to kill Homer. And also, right. he wants his choice of roles but in the musical. He doesn't even. Obviously. He doesn't even go back to prison. He escapes from prison, and now he's just ran, running well, around the street. He didn't realize that at first. Random running. No, that was his whole plan. His whole plan was to kill Bart. <laughs> what? What just happened? <laughs> he plans to kill Bart. What happened? <laughs> 
Uh, and he knew he wasn't going back to prison. Okay. He knew it. That's what I feel. I feel like he did it because, you know, and he, he had a plan with the police. Even and, so. You know what? Bob is a man of his word. Even uh, okay. so. That isn't true, for one. He has lied many, many times in the past. Uh, Name one. I couldn't because I don't remember any There's of so these many episodes. times. Um, even so, he did not need to risk his life by shooting himself out of a cannon and picking up Homer with his he feet. He wasn't risking his life. He's done that before. He knows how to do it. Sure. But, like, n- the police aren't going to be like, oh, you didn't do your end of the bargain because you didn't do a cannon. What? <laughs> and he would be like, oopsie. What just happened? Uh, I'm very cannon. tired. Uh, um, that's my first final thought. Okay. okay. And my second final thought is this episode is pretty good. Oh. <laughs> you enjoyed this episode. I did. Okay. Uh, it has a, why? It has a decent story. It's got a lot of very good gags. That 30s show being a major one of them. Um, and it's... I don't know. I really like the Sideshow Bob episodes. Yeah, I just they, wish they that, are some of the best ones. I just wish that there was a rake. <laughs> yes. Actually, I thought that at the very end, when he's like, I'm sneaking off into the night, I thought he was going to turn around and boop. Yeah. yeah, no, like, it felt like they were leaning too hard on the um, shock, shock anklet. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I mean, it was still, it still had its moments, and it still was funny at times, but like, yes, it was very overdone. Yeah, like, um, they, they, um, it feels like every episode Bob is in, he needs to suffer a lot of physical injury, and I don't know why. I think it's because he's such an intellectual that it's funny to see slapstick comedy against him. I mean, it's not like that hasn't been done before I know. with other villains. And but... it's the same thing, like, when, you know, he says the whole thing about, what was it, Caesar and Cassius? and Yes. And he's like, wow, you're really smart. And they're like, yeah, shock him. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, but, like, it felt like that was a replacement for the rake gag. Yes. Um, and I did, it wasn't as good. Well, the rake gag also only happens twice in that episode. Really? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. And that's what makes it so great, that they don't overuse it. Well, I shouldn't say he gets hit twice, because of course he's in an entire well, yeah. parking yeah. lot of rakes that just keeps happening over and over yeah. and over again. So funny. <laughs> there is a callback to the rake in one of the Sideshow Bob episodes. I don't remember which one it is, though. Really? I thought happen. that it was like a normal thing, where no, it's it just happens like every episode. It's just that episode oh, where it happens. Well, that's dumb. So, But no, so you liked it. Yeah, no, I enjoyed this episode. Okay. I think that some of the gags fell pretty short, but like that's a lot of Simpsons episodes and a lot of TV at this point in general. Right. Like, um, for example, when you think about SNL, you think about all of the great gags that they've had over the years, and then you start judging the newer seasons because you're like, As a lot of these, a lot of these bits just aren't funny but that's how snl has always been yes i was just gonna say that the reason why you think that is because when you're looking back on it you're just seeing the great stuff yeah you're not seeing the full hour and a half show snl has always had a lot of like really really bad bits and um 
ones that go on too long or whatever. Um, and you, you don't really, uh, but like in the past at this point, like you, there wasn't as much of a, like a, uh, a immediate reaction with the internet that we right. have now. Uh, so you didn't really realize, I guess is how I want to put this. Right. Uh, like, like it felt more normal and like, like it wasn't that big a deal. And nowadays, like, I I don't know where I'm going. I'm just rambling. Okay, go ahead. All right, thoughts. I I love Sideshow Bob. I love Sideshow Bob episodes. I love Kelsey Grammer. Everyone knows this. This isn't a secret anymore. Nor was it ever a secret. Yes. I've loved Kelsey Grammer ever since he was on Cheers. Mm-hmm. Just that pompous. <laughs> um. But no, I, I I really I enjoyed this episode. Is this my favorite Sideshow Bob episode? No. Right. But it's okay. Yeah. Yeah, like for me, I would agree with that. Like, there's very few Sideshow Bob episodes that miss the mark. Mm-hmm. Um, like Brenna, you said, they're all pretty good. They have, you know, their moments. And I think a lot of it is just Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. You know, and just the gravitas he brings mm-hmm. to that role and just... It's so good. Yeah. But, yeah, and, Corey, I would agree with you, too, that, like, I did enjoy the episode, but, and it's one of the better Sideshow Bob episodes, but I'd probably say, like, within the top ten. How many Sideshow Bob episodes are there? I think there's been at least at least 15. (laughs) Yeah. There are ten of them. No, there's more. I think there's at least 15. I think that this is on a lower spectrum of the Sideshow Bob episodes, although I have not watched all of them. Mm-hmm. Or even a lot of them. Right. But, but the no, Italian it, Bob is one of my yeah. favorite Sideshow Bob well, episodes. That's going to be next, so... so vendetta. <laughs> um, I love spas, but everyone check and make sure there's not a murder setting. <laughs> Correct. On your steam. In the sauna. <laughs> That's good. That's good advice. That's it good, is advice. good advice. Take yes. that to the bank. <laughs> so, all right. So for Act Four, um, I'm going to lead it off this time. Go ahead. So can't because steal it this because time because he's afraid I'm going to steal his Act Four. Well, then that's what Every you time. said. You're like, and you actually said in the last one. Well, then you go first next yeah, time. Yeah, you go so first. So I said, go okay, ahead. I will then. Great. So for me, for my Act Four, um, I'm going to go. Let with me guess. What? Is it going to be Stranger Things? It is not. But it could have been, because we just finished it. I won't say any more in case someone else is going to bring it up. I will. But I'm going to go with Obi-Wan. Oh, I thought you were going to I'm not going to steal your I thunder. I know what your thunder is going to be, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to steal it. So I'm going to go with Obi-Wan. Um, it's been very good so far. I know Brendan and I have kind of talked about it a little bit. You might not feel the same as I do, um, but I've enjoyed it a lot. Have you seen the BuzzFeed where you and McGregor plays with puppies? I've heard about it. I didn't watch it yet, though. Oh, you need to watch it. It's so cute. So, but yes, as I've mentioned many times before, I do enjoy you and McGregor. A too much, yes. am I right? And him as Obi-Wan, it's very good for me. And oh, I would say something here, but this is a family <laughs> show, and I don't want Caleb repeating it. Yes. But I, I am enjoying it. It's been pretty good to this point. Um, so there's been four episodes so far. I think there's only two more left. 
So we'll see where it goes, if it sticks the landing or not, because some of these uh, Star Wars shows really haven't stuck the landings. But so far, it's nice to see him back in the role. It's been good, and yeah, I'm just having a good time with it. So, all right, I will leave uh, other things for Act 4 to you guys. Who wants to go? Wow. <laughs> Last night, I saw John Mulaney. Sure did. And I started crying when he took the stage. <laughs> you sure did. Because, and we can't remember why we didn't see him when he was in um, Jamestown for the comedy festival, but it, it had something to do with one of Brian's ex-co-workers, and I, whatever. But, and I never thought I'd see Mulaney again. And there he was, and he was incredible, and it was a birthday present for myself and Lou, um, 10 days after my birthday, 10 days before hers. And as he mentioned, that might have been, you might not have had a chance to see him again if he continued down the path he was going. And wow, what what a story he had. I didn't. But, no, and I'm mad at you. That's fine. And then the week before, we saw Chris Rock. Yeah, and that was a surprise, seeing Chris Rock. And as you all know, maybe none of you know this, my favorite comedians are from the, dare I say, the golden age of SNL. Oh, to me, Chris Rock, Sandler, uh, Spade, Chris Farley. I mean, I'll even throw Rob Schneider in there. Of course you will. (laughs) Of course I will. I love him. Oh my god! Oh, I love him. Uh, Deuce Bigelow, come on. No. Uh, why you gotta hate on Schneider? Why? No comment. Whatever. He's but, fine. But it was it was it was a very um, fun two weekends, and I wore heels to Chris Rock, which I really regret doing. I do have a question. I looked about good, Chris Rock. but yeah. Did he ever get slapped? He got slapped by a billionaire with lotiony hands. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> um, and I don't know. Next next weekend is Father's Day, and we're going to go to a brewery and have some beer. Yeah, that'll be fun. Looking forward to it. Thank that'll you. That'll be fun. Sure. Next. So I. Ooh, and I'm going to go see Pauly Shore. Good job, buddy. <laughs> um, I have two Act Fours. One of them was from a couple hours ago today. Uh, guys, guys, I don't know if you know this, but Xbox Game Pass just announced that Silk Song is coming within the next twelve months. Hollow Knight Silk Song is coming within the next twelve months, guys. Guys, I I don't know if you know this. <laughs> But Hollow Knight Sucksock is coming within the next 12 months. And I'm so unbelievably excited. We've been waiting years for this game. And, oh! I'm very excited about it. Um, My second thing, though. Uh, there's no release date for that yet. Uh, but it will be on Xbox Game Pass the first day. Like, the first day it's out. It's on Xbox Game Pass, so play it. Everyone play that game. But how are you going to play it? <laughs> we don't know where else it's going to be. It's going to be in more than just Xbox Game Pass. We just know that it's going to be. What if it's, it's Xbox exclusive? 
it's not going to be Xbox exclusive. How do you know? It's not because it's an indie developer and they need to get as many platforms as possible. Also, Xbox does not own Team Cherry, so they do not have the uh, the a way to make it Xbox exclusive. Anyway, the second thing I have is this little website called Doll E Mini. Spelled like Wally, but with a D for the W. Go on Dolly Mini right now. Stop what you're doing. Stop listening to this podcast if you need to. Just go on Dolly Mini right now and plug in whatever you want. It does not matter. I'm going to plug in some... I'm on the site, and I'm going to plug in... Give me a character. A character? Yes, from, give me a character. Like anything? It's an actor, a character from a show, a a YouTuber, a celebrity, a, anyone that's well-known. Okay, we just talked about him. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor holding a scythe. You plug in anything to this... this um, there are, like, a lot of people using it all the time, though. Uh, How about you just tell us what it does? <sighs> Because you just said you it, can pick a character. Give and me then a you second. Went a whole thing, so, and nothing happened. Okay, it looks like it's working. So it is an a, a an AI generator where it brings up completely AI generated images based on whatever you type in, and it is a lot of the stuff is extremely creepy, and it has a lot of problems with faces, especially human faces. Um. And it's very creepy, and it's very, very cool, because this is all being randomly generated by an AI, and it's... So, is the idea you put someone in, and then they're doing something, or holding something, or... Yeah, I don't you like can, it already. You can do whatever you want. You can put... Like, earlier today, I put in a tree holding a, a press meeting, and it brought that up. And it was some weird images. It's so cool. It uh, and it it's really really cool. Just look up Doll E Mini on Google, and it's like probably the first um the first thing. It's we're still waiting, so yeah. Uh, it it does take a while, well, but when it comes up, why don't you screenshot it and send it to me? And then uh, I can it's coming it. up. Oh, there it is. So screenshot it, send it to me, and I'll show it to uh, the listeners. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah, it's scary, but right? why? Like, I, I guess I don't understand. Well, the point is that it's all AI-generated. This is, this is all the AI seeing, like, where different pixels are and interpolating what it wants to do with those pixels. It really doesn't know how to do faces, and you can get some really creepy stuff. But what's the point? The point I guess is I'm not understanding the point. The point is to showcase how far we've come with AI. I f- would argue we haven't come far enough. I disagree this. because this is insane. The, the none of this is built by a human. None of it's crazy, man. Okay. I guess I don't get it. No, 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 get that away from me. No, get it away. I'm not even looking. Yeah, it's like, that's what nightmares are made from. That's nightmare fuel. I don't like it. Go on it right now. No. And look up something. I will not. Or don't. It's fine. 
there's also Twitter threads that, like, have some of the best ones. Alright, great. So, it's very exciting for you. We don't quite get it. Maybe some people will be excited about it. If you want to check it out, go ahead. I don't know. It's it's weird. It's It'll take, point. like, two minutes. Okay. Just go on, type something in, and see what happens. All right. Okay, well, thank you for that. So, we got to wrap it up here. Uh, before we go, um, remember you can reach us on email at so it's come to this pod at gmail.com. Get us on Instagram, so it's come to this underscore pod, or on Facebook, so it's come with the number two this. And you can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcast. And while you're there, make sure to like and subscribe. Hit that uh, like button. Yes. So, all right, so let's get out of here. We've kept you long enough. Bye. I hope you're doing well and this evening finds you in good spirits and um I'm sure (laughs) bye have fun have fun doing what oh that's kind of cute it's so cool come on say goodbye I said bye say goodnight Gracie goodnight Gracie smell you later Also, when we talked about that 30s show, I was going to go off on some insane tangent about that 80s show with Glenn Howerton, which why? is why I mentioned him up front, but I forgot. Okay, are you going to go into that now, then? No. No? It's okay. The, the time is close. I was going to say, you're going to bring up again that Glenn Howerton should have been Star-Lord? <laughs> he should have. I shouldn't he have brought it up.